Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and I'm happy to sit down and chit chat with my girlies. We have a bunch of emails that you all sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. I'm going to chit chat with you about a couple things. First of all, I am very congested right now because I was crying. Well, why was I crying? Because Martha Stewart's cat died. So and and tragically and horrifically, FYI. So I, I shed a few tears for that. So I'm a little congested. Don't mind me. Anywho, I was um, doing a bunch of shows this weekend. I met some secret keepers out at the shows, which was really fun. And I saw my friends. I hung out with friends another week down that I didn't go to Trader Joe's. And it's literally it's tragic at this point. It's tragic. I usually go on Sundays. I don't know what's been going on. But maybe I'll go sometime during the week this week. I'm going to be in Atlanta and Nashville this upcoming weekend. Um, Me and Jesse are doing stand-up shows and also live podcasts. So if you're going to get tickets, uh, we'll be at City Winery in Atlanta and we'll be at Zany's in Nashville uh, just for one night each. So that's that. If you're going to get tickets, you know, I would say notice which one you're going to, whether it's the live podcast or the stand-up, depending on which one you want to see. Just as a little heads up for you. But um, what else? Okay, we, we have to talk about TV shows, you guys, because I had a lot of you saying that you watched Fresh and it was very disturbing. And I told you it was disturbing. I told you that. I've also been watching weekly. The episodes come out, but I've been watching uh, the dropout with Elizabeth Holmes, or should I say Elizabeth Holmes? (laughs) The woman who changed her voice to be taken more seriously, but ended up sounding like a surfer dude. With uh, with Theranos, we uh, we're really trying to change the world. Uh, Okay, Ma'am, what is that? But uh, I will say. Uh, Amanda Seyfried plays her in this show and she's really excellent. She really nails it. She gets her mannerisms down. She does the voice, (laughs) the voice changes mid season, you know, because that's what happened in real life. I do wonder what's going to happen when she goes to court. How long is she going to jail for? You want to know what? I think they're going to give her a slap on the wrist. I think they're going to give her a slap on the wrist. I'm curious to know. I am curious to know how all those billionaires got their money back. Did they? I swear to God, this girl was literally selling a dream. She thought of an invention. It didn't work. And then she just kept collecting money for it. And using other machines, pretending that her machine was doing the job. I mean, she is a scammer and we love a scammer here at Secret Keepers Club. So she's a girl boss and we need that girl boss energy uh, all of 2022. So I watched that. I started watching the other series that's on Hulu called um, The Girl from Plainville, which is about that girl who convinced her boyfriend to, uh, this is trigger warning, but this girl who convinced her boyfriend to commit suicide. And they had all the transcripts of the text messages and blah, blah, blah. This story was, I feel like it went viral a few years ago, like right when it had happened in like 2017 or 2018. And so I started watching that, even though I already, when this happened, I read the damn court transcripts um, from the court hearings, but that's kind of interesting too. Other than that, nothing's really biting me in the butt to watch. Uh, So if you guys have any suggestions, do let me know, but I know you like it when I recommend it. 
I definitely would say if you're interested in stuff like that, though, definitely watch uh, the dropout about the one and only Elizabeth Holmes. And and I will say also, if you hear little meows, it's because Stanley, um, there's a bird on my windowsill. So it's it's getting a little scandalous in here right now today. <laughs> I also want to tell you that I went out with my friends last night after my shows and we were at this bar. And uh, just so you all know, the only guy that hit on me came up to me and he, well, he actually didn't hit on me. This is not hitting on me. The only guy that spoke to me uh, came up to me and he said, you remind me of John Travolta. So it's been going great in the dating scene for me. I would say I'm about all I'm all set. I'm done. And I did ask for him to elaborate. I said, OK, which John Travolta? Are we talking present day or are we talking Greece? And he said, Greece, Greece. I said, oh, OK, OK, then it's fine. So I'm taking it as a compliment. I'm choosing that. And yes, I am irresistible to to men, in case you were wondering. Um, and I think that's all I had to fill, fill you guys in on. We're going to get to we got a bunch of questions this week, you guys. Um, and I appreciate it so much. Again, you can send them into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. So we're going to get right into them. Let's start off with this one. It says, am I an asexual worm or do I just have anxiety? Okay. Here we go. Uh, hi, Carly, my queen, my everything. This is such a random question, but I feel like I can't really talk with anyone I'm close to in parentheses. I live in Mississippi and that really speaks for itself. LMAO. And I work in a very conservative place. My whole life, I've been terrified of commitment and intimacy. From middle school on, I would like boys from afar, but my crushes were exclusively on people that I found out liked me. Like it took them being interested in me to feel any type of way. Anywho, as soon as they started actually trying things uh, with me, I immediately got disgusted. This carried on into high school and into my mid-20s. A boy once tried to hold my hand after we had been talking for months, and I literally pulled my hand away in a panic. I just feel like I... I just feel like the thought of touching a boy or even kissing one is so embarrassing and gross. Now, here's where the here's where it gets complicated. Lately, I've been reflecting and I remember times when I was younger having the urge to kiss girls and women, and I never had that desire with boys. I admire so many women from afar and fantasize about what it would be like to date them. I feel like I might be attracted to them, but when I think of actually sleeping with them or doing anything other than kissing, I feel a similar panic slash embarrassment. I don't know if I had severe anxiety around relationships my whole life or if I'm a freaking lesbian. Have you ever had a friend go through this? How do I get over the absolute disgust? I feel uh, the thought of having sex with a boy. Gross face, gross face, gross face. <laughs> that green face. I've never even seen that emoji girl. Do you have an Android? Uh, maybe I'm asexual and destined to live the rest of my life alone, which hasn't been too bad so far. Part of me really wants to explore women too, but I'm afraid that my friends and family will feel weird about it. They're very supportive and have become more progressive when it comes to social issues, but I still fear about what people think. And I also don't even know if I'm interested in women or if I'm afraid of intimacy or if I just have anxiety, but I feel like a normal person doesn't think about dating girls for hours a day. Like I do please help. And I love you almost as much as you love Robert and Stanley. Well, uh, that is to the moon and back. And thank you so much. Um, you know, here's the thing. If I were you, I wouldn't worry about what anybody else is going to think because it's your life. You have to live it the way that you want to. And, and you have to follow your heart. 
that's what I would do. Do I know people that have gone through this? Absolutely. It's very normal. I have friends that in their late twenties, mid twenties, early thirties, um, met a girl. Meanwhile, they, you know, were in relationships with men before and maybe even married and divorced and all of that stuff. Um, met a girl, fell in love, and now they're with the girl. I have other friends that, you know, uh, dated women and then found out they were bisexual or dated women and then found out they were straight. It's just like, I feel like this type of thing is so fluid and, and it's so normal to have curiosity and, and to, you, you don't know unless you try it. So don't worry about what anybody else is going to think, figure it out on your own first. Um, I'm not saying don't talk to anyone about it because you have absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. I get you're like, you live in, um, where do you live? Mississippi? Hold, hold on. I have to see where you live. You live in Mississippi. Yeah. So I get it. You know, it's not a progressive place. So I understand why you feel where you feel the way that you do, but don't live your life for anybody else. You got to try it out and see how you feel. And Hey, you might be like, I, no matter what, you're going to learn something about yourself. You're going to learn about what you like and what you don't like. But I would hate to see you um, not explore that and then kind of go your whole life wondering and having this feeling that you've kind of suppressed, you know. But you'll be fine. You know, go on a dating app and see if there are girls in your area. Go out on a date. Super casual. If you feel more comfortable being really open with them about you're um, like where you're at. That's understandable too. If you're like, Hey, I've never been with a woman before that I'm kind of like, you know, just whatever you feel if you as open as you want to be in case you're nervous or something, it's understandable. And everyone, um, you know, has to have that experience. You got to start somewhere. So keep us posted on that. Okay. So this next one says possum zaddy, FMK included. Hi, Carly and the pussycats. <laughs> I was reflecting the other day and I realized this experience I had is actually super freaking weird. And I wanted to share it with my girlies. Let me know what you think. So in late 2019, I was fresh out of a nine-year relationship and had decided to get on Tinder um, to get on that rebound action. I pretty quickly matched with this dude who just happened to have a pet possum going to try and dig for some pictures to attach. <laughs> the possum's name was Danny. Uh, he had rescued her after finding her behind a dumpster or something ne next to her mom who had died. Oh, wait a minute. I love this man. If this doesn't end in you guys getting married, I'm actually going to be really upset. Like if the picture isn't of you and this man and a possum under a Christmas tree as your Christmas card, I'm going to be really hurt. Oh, <sighs> Danny was disabled and had trouble walking around. So the dude literally brought her, brought her with him everywhere he went. He would bring her in this little bag thing when he was in the stores and in public places. And he had a little harness so he could get, let her explore on a leash outside. She'd sit in the front seat of his car in a cat bed when he was driving around. She wore a diaper and had tiny little sweaters. <laughs> Stop. I'm going to cry. 
She even slept in his bed with him. The possum was legit his whole entire world. Like he had her with him at all times. And when I say at all times, I literally mean at all times. So like when it was time to get down to business, this girl was legit in her little cap bed at the foot of the bed while we were banging. Picture banging someone and then there's just a wild animal casually sleeping at the foot of the damn bed. Here's my question. Is this sweet and cute uh, for like somewhat of an attractive quality in a guy in an endearing kind of way? Or was I just blinded by the fresh heartbreak and the love bombing that this dude was throwing my way? Wondering uh, how you and the girlies would feel about a possum snuggling in bed with you and your mans. Oh, he also had two cats, which I know is for up for debate as to whether or not that's a red flag. Anywho, the fling did not last long. And I'm currently in, in an almost two year relationship with an absolute angel who does not have any marsupial children. <laughs> that's my story. Love you. Kiss you right on the lips. Oh my God. And then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill that we're gonna do at the end. Hold on. I gotta see these pictures. I don't think that this is a bad quality. I actually think it's so cute. And I actually kind of think that it's only the boss. <laughs> oh my God. No, not the possum. <laughs> oh my God. It's so ugly. <laughs> It's so ugly, but it's so cute. It's like a, it's like a. <laughs> Girl, I wish there was a way that I had. Oh. <laughs> I wish there was a way that I could show everybody this possum. Not the possum wrapped up in a towel in this gorgeous man's arms like a fucking peepee Jesus with its fangs with its fangs and its claws. No, I can't look at these pictures right now. I'm losing my mind. What's this one? Hold on. Oh my god, it really looks like a <laughs> Oh my God, it's like a rat that's wearing a diaper. <laughs> Sab, I'm gonna, you guys, I'm, I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Wait, I, you should have married him though, because honestly, that's actually so funny. And I love this man. Like, give him my phone number. <laughs> where the fuck do you live, by the way? Do you live in Mississippi too? Like, where there's just these like people who have possums as pets. You got to live in the country. There's no way you live it. You're, there's no way this is a metropolitan boy. It's giving Aiden from Sex and the City. I feel like he would do some shit like that. Didn't he have a pet squirrel or something? Girl, that is so funny. I don't think I've laughed that hard in a really long time. The picture of the there, there's the picture of the possum wearing a diaper sitting in bed like it's a baby. Goodbye. That is so damn funny. Um, and I also I, I think this is a good question. Do you think that a man that has cats is a red flag? Like how you just posed that question. I don't know if this is a red flag or not. I personally like it and I think it's hot and French. Some of you don't know enough French people to know that French people essentially are cats and they love cats like French people 
fucking love having a cat as a pet. It's in, it's so French. It's insane. French people are not like dog people. French people are cats. That's why they have cats. Um, I was seeing this French guy and he was like, um, he of course loved cats and his mom was like a crazy cat woman in France. And she had like 40. And he was like, I love, I love the, I love the kids. (laughs) I love the kids. I'm like, get one. He's like, I think that is a good idea. It's so funny when French people actually talk like that and you're like, wow, that's actually how you guys sound. That's wild. But anywho, I'm just like chit-chatting to myself now, but let's get back to these emails. This one says behind AF. Hi, Carly and the cats. Okay, so I am 32 and decided to go back to school. I gave up a lot to make that decision. My apartment, my career, etc. Big, big changes. I notice now more than ever, so many of my friends and people I know are settling down and I feel so behind. I have a boyfriend and he's also chosen to go back to school. I'm happy that we're on the same page, but I feel embarrassed sometimes that we're not married when so many of my friends are in different stages of life. I don't know how to shake this icky feeling I have and I wish I could not care. Any advice on how to move past these feelings. Love you, girly. Um, I think this is a pretty understandable thing. Like, uh, you know, I think when we're young, we picture ourselves like, oh, in my 30s, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I remember, uh, you know, always saying like, oh, I'm not going to have kids till I'm like 30. And now I'm 31. And I'm just like, I am. I have two kids. They're cats. Um, But hey, at least you have a boyfriend. You know? Don't put that much pressure on yourself. I don't think anything's really all it's cracked up to be. And if if you feel like if you feel like you're not ready for all of that yet anyway, then don't rush it. You know, you have plenty of time. You're still young. You're not it's it'll happen when it feels better and you'll be happy you waited, you know, Um sometimes I see myself feeling that way, but the grass is always greener, right? Like my married friends are like, oh my God, I wish I could go out. I wish I could just do this, this, and this and go on vacation whenever I want or whatever it is. Um, or, you know, my friends that are moms are like, I wish I could have a peaceful night's sleep or go out to dinner with my husband whenever I want or something like that. It's just life changes and evolves and the grass is always greener on the other side, but you're doing something really great for yourself and your boyfriend is too. So I think that that's really what you should focus on and appreciate each phase of your life. You know, this is a phase you'll look back on when you guys are married and you have, I don't know if you want to have kids, but if you have kids together, um, you'll look back and say, Oh, I remember when we went to school and it was so crazy. And now look at us, we're so happy. And we have this like full happy life, you know, but just appreciate, appreciate all the steps, right? Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsors this week, Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh and never frozen prepared meals that are so delicious, you wouldn't believe that they are actually good for you. Factor saves time by delivering chef-created meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Each Factor meal arrives in pre-prepared packages and ready to eat within two minutes, faster than even ordering in. They're registered dietitians and experts 
expert chefs work hand in hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with more than 29 meal options per week, you will never get bored. They offer vegan and veggie meals, keto meals, low calorie options, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant based bars, extra protein, veggie sides, and they will keep you more fueled and focused all day long. I am so, so excited to try out Factor. I think my package is coming either Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, and I'm just so pumped about it because I keep hearing about how great they are. So that's very exciting. You can head to go.factor75.com slash secretkeepers120 and use code secretkeepers120 to get $120 off. That's secretkeepers120 is the code at go.factor75.com slash secretkeepers120 for $120 off. Okay, hold on one second. We're going to the we're going to the next one here. This one says my boyfriend is old. Okay. Uh, hi, Carly Stanley and Robert, fellow Long Island girly here in Nassau County till I die. Well, shout out to Nassau County. Uh, I just wanted to say I love the pod. My boyfriend introduced it to me and I'm hooked. He's definitely listening to this email I'm writing you right now. <laughs> That is about him. Our relationship has been so amazing and we have the best time together. We're seven years apart and the age difference has not caused any major issues in our relationship at all. However, it has caused for some funny moments. Tell me why we were watching something and Zendaya is in it. And he said, oh, that's the girl from Dune, the girl from Dune. This man knew Zendaya was from Dune, a 500 hour long movie and (laughs) that she's in one second of. I know. (laughs) I've probably said some equally ridiculous sounding things to him, but this one really got me. My question is, have you ever dated someone with a little bit of an age gap? And what's the funniest thing to come of it? To be fair, in his defense, Zendaya was in like she's like on the poster for Dune. I didn't even see Dune and I know that Zendaya is in it, but I watch, I think, 30 seconds of it. And I was like, you know what? It's just simply not for me. Um, I'm tired of long movies in the first place, but. I'm trying to think something that was a a, a funny story with someone. I think me and my most recent ex, Gary, have the largest age gap. And he was, how fucking old is he? 37 or 38? And you, I'm only 21. So it was, it, it was pretty big of a gap, you know? Um, no, but I, I'm trying to think of anything. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I think we had very different. Um, like he was he he was he was young, but he was acting like he was 87. Like he would go to bed at 7 p.m. for no reason. And I'm like, OK, cool. So I just have like a whole party by myself every single night, eating snacks, watching movies, doing stuff like that. You know. He was uh what was really nice about him was that he was never worried about like he ne- he was so trust trusting of me like he knew I would never do anything and he was the most out of any guy I've ever been with he had no jealous bone in his body and that was like my favorite thing about him I swear to God like if I went out with my friends he would just okay bye have a good night and he would still go to sleep at seven thirty he wouldn't worry he wouldn't text me where are you who's there what are you doing how nice is that. But I think maybe that was because he was older and more mature. Um, okay, so the next thing says, 
My husband's always in pain. Oh, no. Hey, girl, I had to send you a photo I snapped of my husband when we were at Home Depot the other day. Oh, girl, don't even get me started. I'm going to steal this man. He's a woodworker. And of course, he he is looking at freaking saw blades, looking all cute and dirty and rugged and TBH a little disheveled, LOL. (laughs) But please do yourself a favor and zoom in on his left thumb. There you will find a literal shred of a T-shirt wrapped around his thumb. I didn't notice it on the way to the store. When we got there, I said, babe, what's with the rag? He said he sliced his thumb pretty bad right before we left and he didn't want to bother with the Band-Aid. Okay, he's hot. I don't even know these pictures look like yet, but I know this man is hot. LOL, I secretly thought it was so damn hot, but also why are men like that? Anywho, (laughs) I thought you'd get a kick out of hearing uh, after hearing you say you want a man that's constantly in pain but never complains. I'm 1000% positive there's a rugged, non-smelly, chronically pained garbage man out there for you somewhere. We're all out here manifesting that for you, girly. XOX, kiss you right on the damn lips. Hold on, let me see. We, okay, no, he fully chopped his thumb off, this man. And he's like holding, I don't know what instrument this is. What instrument is that? Uh, It looks like wrenches. What is it? Is it a razor? Is it a wrench? I don't exactly know, but he's holding a tool and his thumb is wrapped up like in a T-shirt and he's wearing a flannel shirt and boots and he's so damn cute. We love a man that never goes to the doctor, honestly. Like I want him to have health insurance so that when we wed, when he asks for my hand in marriage, I can finally start getting these checkups 24-7 instead of paying every month for my health insurance and yet still having like a $9,000 deductible. What the fuck is that about? I'm like, why do I even have the insurance again? Can somebody remind me? I have no idea what's the point of it. I I it's not cheap to begin with. And then I pay it every month. And then when I go to the doctor, they're like, you still literally have to pay full price. And you're like, wait a minute, huh? Why? I have insurance. And they were like, yeah, no, but you have to get hit by a bus four times in order for your insurance to fucking kick in. You have to get hit by a city bus and run over four different times. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Sick. So I don't even go. I don't go to the doctor in spite of my insurance company. You know, that's some shady shit. I'm like, what is this? The mafia? I'm paying you guys insurance. Anywho, if you guys know a guy that has medical insurance, please do let me know. And and chronic back pain. He has to be suffering from chronic back pain. I was seeing this guy who was like one of those guys. He's he was unhinged. okay. and he my friend was like we were laughing back and forth about it because he's one of those guys. And like he was limping one day. I'm like, what happened to your leg? He's like, I don't know. I think I broke my knee. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay." I was like, is it in pain? He's like, yeah, but it's fine. I'm just (laughs) I'm like, I love this man. (laughs) Oh, we laugh. We live, we laugh, we love, right? Okay, this one says, my best friend's new man is trash. 
Hi, Carly and the kitties. I love you in the potty. Hoping you can give me some help with a frustrating situation with my best friend. Sorry, this is long, but let's get into it. I have a best friend. Let's call her Lexi. We have been best friends for years and talk slash hang out almost every day. That was until she met this pile of garbage that is her new man. Let's call him Jack. So Lexi uh, met this guy at her job. They're both bartenders, except she's 24 and he's 33. The the man only bartends part time and deals drug to deals drugs um, to make the most of his living. So my friend started hanging out with him on Valentine's Day. Oh, well, isn't this how all love stories start? They spent the whole day together, but my friend told me that he had a girlfriend and he lived with her and he was quote unquote planning to break up with her. We all know that sad song. He referred to his girlfriend as the warden to everyone and even left his phone at work on purpose on Valentine's day. So his girlfriend wouldn't see his location while he was with my friend professing his love to her. Ooh. (sighs) I instantly told my friend, Uh, She has to spill everything to the girlfriend. It's the right thing to do. And this man is straight up garbage. She did tell the girl who she had no idea was planning to dump. Wait, she did tell the girl who said she had no idea he was planning to dump her and that he has a child with a different girl that he never sees. Quality man. Am I right? Lexi was really sad and that this man had manipulated her. But after she did, I didn't hear from her for weeks, which was really unusual. Turned out she'd been ignoring my texts and hanging out with him still. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I asked her to come talk about it with me, but she couldn't understand why she. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm getting all jumbled, you guys. <clears throat> I asked her to come talk about it with me because I couldn't understand why she'd be hanging out with him after we just established that he's an asshole, but I was just ignored. I confronted her a week later after being blown off constantly for this man. She gave me a half-assed apology over text and a bunch of lies slash excuses as to why she had been ignoring me. It really hurt my feelings that my best friend felt like she couldn't talk to me about this guy and has been lying to me and blowing me off for him. Um, she said that he apologized to her, which I told her he would do because he's just telling her everything that he, she wants to hear. And she said, she feels like she just needs to see this through. God, this is a nightmare. But to me, that's bullshit because you don't need to get traumatized by this man that, you know, you're probably not going to have a future with who your best friend hates. Mind you, she'd never been in a real relationship, so she's a little naive to male manipulation. Now we barely talk. I don't know what to do. I feel crazy for getting upset, but this is just because she's my best friend and I care about her and I can't stand knowing that he has been getting away with treating women like garbage. Please help. Okay. Um, This is a nightmare. I think that you know, to some degree, everyone goes through this where we meet someone, we know they're not right for us. We don't listen to our gut. We continue on with the thing. Cut to we're all crying, right? We cut to we're all getting our hearts broken and we feel like an asshole and a clown because we knew this before we got into the situation. We were like, oh no, it's just going to be, oh, it's just going to be for fun. And then, uh, you're in love with someone. So we've all been there. Um, I think that unfortunately there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it because she already knows what he is. Um, Whether she wants to admit it or not deep down inside, whether she wants to pretend she believes his apology or whatever the case may be deep down, she knows there's been enough red flags that even if you're naive, you still, 
you could still kind of see what's going on here. Um, <clears throat> but, it, you know, at this point, you've expressed how you feel. She doesn't care. She's going to do what she's going to do. So all you really are going to do is kind of just sit and wait for the bomb to drop. Um, because it's inevitable. They're not going to have a relationship together. They're probably not even going to have a relationship together, but they're definitely not going to have a nice relationship if they do have one. So unfortunately, this is a situation where it, it inevitably ends in heartbreak and you're just going to be there for her when they break up, you know, and that'll make her she'll learn a lot from him and she'll learn that you're a really good friend for standing by her and being there for her. Um, but unfortunately just, and I don't, you know, I don't know this for a fact, but <clears throat> just in my experience, um, cause like I said, we've all seen this before. Anytime I've tried to, you know, get involved or help someone out or give my opinion, people are going to do what they're going to do, unfortunately. And there's nothing we can do to stop it. Um, God, this guy sounds like such an asshole though. Typical. <clears throat> typical. Um, okay. Let's do the, let's do this fuck Mary kill that we got before. Oh no, wait, here we go. We got another, sorry guys. I put these all in a, um, <laughs> separate mailbox and now they're all jumbled up. Okay. <clears throat> this one says April to April. Uh, Hey Carly, stand the man and rob the mirror killer. Wait a minute. Stanley ruined the mirror, not Robert. Stanley has ruined every nice thing that I have. Robert has been nothing but just being a little perfect angel that does nothing but be cute and fluffy 24-7. And Stanley is a demon rodent that lives in my home. He is insane. <clears throat> Where is he right now? I don't. I never know, and I get scared because I think he's going to kill me. No, he's just sleeping on his chair. I love my babies so much. It's so nice that I gave birth to them. Did I tell you guys uh, Stanley's sister, his like litter sister, his actual sister, uh, the girl who adopted his sister reached out to me on Instagram and wants us to have a and I, I, we, we want to have a play date. She was like, I think, I don't remember where exactly she said she lives, New Jersey or Pennsylvania or something. She was like, I have Stanley's sister. And I'm like, oh my God. So you're his aunt. So I think over the summer, we're going to have to take a trip to New Jersey or Pennsylvania or, or wherever the heck they are. And we'll bring the babies out and, and he'll get to hang out with his sister. I really, really am wondering um, how they would, how they'll, you know, play together. Cause he's a little rough. Stanley's a little scrappy. He's a little rough with Robert and Robert's such a sweet little angel baby. Um, I think my biggest regret in life, and I mean this, my biggest regret in life is not also adopting Robert's litter mate because he had one. It was a little, it was a cute, fluffy little black cat. How cute is that? So I would have three little ones running around, but <clears throat> I wish that I would have done that. I don't know why. Anywho, you guys. Uh, okay, so this says, how are you guys? I miss every minute. I'm not listening to the potty or cracking the heck up watching your Instagram stories. I mean, truly, I hope you get moolah from there, sister. My Instagram stories, I wish. 
I'm an OG listener. Shout out to baby daddy Chris yet again. And RIB, RIP to all the girls that have the shit crap <laughs> Anywho, this is a follow up email to my email that you read last April in the I'm so crazy episode of 2021. Um, wow, we're really just having fun or is time just flying too fast for us to notice either way? <clears throat> in that email, we had gone through the likelihood that June was Friday and August might be Saturday, which looks like a Leo to me, but also that my coworker was still in love with me and bringing me food and hijacking my lunch breaks literally every damn day. Luckily, after another entire year, three-ish total, this man had started getting the hint that I literally had nothing for him other than the occasional homemade trail mix um, to trade his efforts, and then he finally backed off. Oh, well, thank God. I felt bad for him in that email. I remember this. I felt bad for that man. He was trying so hard to court you. He was trying to court my girl and she was like, I'll take the food. But what was the What was that show where they would say, I'll take the money and run? What was that? <clears throat> That's kind of you were like, I'll take the food. OK. So. She said, hallelujah, although I might have emailed too soon as he's been texting me and DMing me too outside of work and for lunch, and I just can't. Mostly I'll allow it, him to do it for me and buy me a fresh pressed shoes, even though he sucks um, these days. So he's out. I'm still more attracted to his sister, by the way, but I've learned that she's only into men of color, so I can't um, help much. I can't much help her there. <clears throat> However, I just last night got cut off and acted like of this man because she's not a coworker. Okay, wait, I, I have to go back to this. However, I also just last night cut off a act alike of this man because, she, but she's not a coworker. She was just a fuck buddy for all of two months, two years ago. And since then, she's also been the one trying to bring me food and tea and coffee and art supplies and plants when I'm... <laughs> not working. And I've had it up to here because she's always on my phone, but never effectively communicated with me about her real feelings. I'm talking. This chick is planting pots, canvas, etc., writing songs, poems, Instagram posts, etc. Cooking uh, brought me more than I've ever drank on my own my whole life yet. Uh, I told her I didn't want to be her girlfriend immediately after we started hooking up. And once the sex left our situationship, we never talked about it. She'd been acting more sketchy and possessive lately. So I finally had to say my piece and say that she, all she's getting from me is my friendship. And she's had literally everything else, but the title of this for so long after I'd said I was unavailable and she fumbled the bag period. Does this happen to other people? These are people I take a chance on. Just take whatever I'll give them. And it's like it's gold nuggets instead of just breadcrumbs. And I'm over that too. Being treated like a queen while being spoken to like the evil queen is ironic and humorous to me at this point. Any advice on how I might avoid these lackluster Lucy's and find people I'm interested in like they're interested in me? BRB going to throw something at so throw something soft <laughs> at a person walking by in their Crocs kiss right on the lips. You decan why hottie. Oh, well, thank you so much. Uh, and then she gives a fuck, Mary kill. Okay. So I can't lie. That email was very confusing for me. And I don't know if it's just time for me to stop reading. I'm not a hundred percent sure what, what just went down. I, I, there was, there were plot lines. There were, there were 
characters. There was a, a lot of things going on. Um, and I'm a bit confused. I'm going to peruse it one more time. So, okay. So the guy is out. The guy is out. Right. I do still think, and I think I may have said this in the last episode. I think you got to tell him like, Hey buddy, I'm just it, it, stop. Just freaking stop. Even though it is nice to have somebody bring you coffees and juices and stuff. And he, it, maybe he's just doing it out of the kindness of his own heart. But, um, So, okay, so you cut off this girl who you hooked up with for two months, two years ago, right? And she was doing all these nice things for you. And see, this is where I'm getting confused. She's been acting more possessive lately. So I finally had to say my piece and say that all she's getting from me is my friendship. And she's had literally everything else but the title for this long after I said I was unavailable and she fumbled the bag. So why did she fumble the bag? That's why I'm confused. Like how, how was this her fumbling the bag? Because it actually seems like she um, was doing, she was pulling out all the stops for you, right? Cause she was cooking. She was giving you stuff. Um, you guys were hooking up. She wrote poems for you. Seems a little much, seems a little much, but I don't know, girl, you got something going on. Don't you? You got a little you got a little something going on. People people find you irresistible and they're so damn enchanted by you, it seems. And in terms of how to get someone to feel the same, how to feel the same way about somebody that feels that certain way about you, girl, I don't know. The only guy that spoke to me in the last 72 hours told me I look like John Travolta. So I'm not killing it over here in NYC. I'm not killing it over here. But uh, let's do these fuck, Mary kills. This one says, okay, this one. Okay. This one says brow wax, lip wax, or Brazilian wax. Oh my God. I don't get wax period. Cause I'm allergic to the, to the stuff, but. Um, I think out of all of them, well, no, they all definitely, definitely will hurt. Right. I think lip wax is probably the least painful out of the three. Cause brow that's some thin skin up there. Your eyebrows. Um, so I would say I'll marry lip wax. Also, that that would probably be the one that I would need the most. So I would say definitely marry the one that you need the most. And then. Um, fuck brow wax and kill Brazilian wax. Like I just, I know that you guys do it and I know you love it and people swear by it. And it's, it's nothing to you girls, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a little too much trauma for me. The whole thing is traumatic. And you know what happened the one time I tried to go get sugared. I ended up with a burnt half sugared, burnt little, you know, little cha-cha down there. And my friend said, how did it go? And I said, well, why don't you take a trip to the bathroom with me? And I showed her and she said, oh, boy. Yeah, they messed up. The girl was going over the same spot 400 times. It's traumatic, traumatic. But anywho, so I'm going to kill the Brazilian. Uh, The next one says this is (laughs) this one was like uh, April fuck Mary kill. So it's being brunette. Um, Che from and just like that, Che Diaz and Sarah Jessica Parker's hair extensions from and just like that. 
Um, I'm going to marry being brunette, even though my toner's washing out. I have to get it re- redone. Uh, I love it. I missed it. As soon as my hair was brown, I said, oh, there she is. Because my hair blonde never really hit the right way. It was just never the right tone. Blonde is so hard. It fucks up your hair, the whole spiel. You guys know my spiel. Um, so I'm going to marry being brunette. I'm going to kill Che Diaz from and just like that because you, I feel bad, but um, I can never I can never kill Sarah Jessica Parker's hair, even though do you guys think, oh, you know what? Maybe in and just like that, those are extensions, I'm sure. But her hair in regular sex in the city, I think, was was natural. She has the best hair. Um. So I'm going to fuck the hair extensions, marry being brunette and kill Che Diaz. I'm sorry, Che, but I got to do it to you. Very curious as to how that storyline is going to go the next season because they just got picked up. But anywho, I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. You can always send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and we will chat soon. Bye.